I'm very excited to share this recording with you guys, which happened at our conference, sasopen.com, with over 100 speakers, all founders of B2B SaaS companies. We have a very high bar for what speakers share on stage, so you're going to enjoy this episode where we dive deep into revenue graphs, real tactics, and real growth metrics. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Over the next 20 minutes, I'm going to show you um, how we... uh, Basically, where we started um, at about one million in GSV. Uh, talk a little bit about the value proposition, what we offer at Wing Assistant, about our customers, who they are, and then how we grabbed bottom of the funnel business, uh, mainly through Google Ads. Um, then I'm going to show you how we went efficiency first, being hyper responsive to all of our incoming users, prospective customers how we set up analytics, which will be the main part that I'm going to explain, and hopefully you'll get some value out of it. And uh, then how we hunted inefficiencies, because we always have some bad traffic, I'm sure you know, and you want to minimize that to uh, as much as possible, essentially. And then, yeah, finally I'm going to explain how we scaled uh, from that 1 million to 10 million and, uh, yeah, what the magic ingredient is. And, yeah, if we have time at the end, then I'm going to give an example of how we bet Google um, and get a, get a pretty significant refund. All right. This is our revenue graph. So you can see uh, between Q2, Q3, 2021, we raised our seed round, about $2.5 million dollars which enabled us to grow our team. I was able to hire a VP of marketing, who's much smarter than I am, luckily. And, uh, yeah, we built the team. We built the analytics over the uh, couple of months after, after that. And then we multiplied the success and the, um, basically the analytics setup that we had put in place to then scale um, pretty much, um, yeah, pretty fast to a couple million million dollars later. Okay. So, uh, what do we know in the beginning? So, let's start with the value proposition. Wing Assistant is a platform that connects small and medium-sized businesses with remote talent. And so we would serve SaaS startups, marketing agencies, some legal companies, and... um, Basically, in the very early stages, we marketed ourselves as a virtual assistant company. It sounds a little old school, a little dirty, right? (laughs) Has a bad reputation because there's quality issues and with the outsourcing work. And so we wanted to tackle that really, uh, that space that's overdue for disruption by applying software. So we do have a software where you can come in uh, and delegate tasks and work to your remote labor or remote talent. And there's a bunch of features like 
software, like a password management system, a task management system. We have a software we call Wink. Uh, that's kind of like Loom, where you can record your screen, uh, record a process, and then easily delegate that all in that one platform. So, yeah, that's basically our value proposition and the market. And then we derived keywords in the very beginning, uh, like hire a virtual assistant or get remote talent, very easy stuff like that, where we basically could grab the bottom of the funnel traffic, because if someone searches Google for those keywords or those phrases, they're ready to buy, which is fantastic because it kept our website lean, like we didn't really need uh, many landing pages, and we didn't need to be super creative with our sales calls or demos, because people were basically already searching and, um, yeah, they were looking for the best option, and so we could be very targeted and very efficient. And, um, yeah, so this is just a screenshot of our uh, Google ad campaigns. Uh, you don't need to dive in deep, but uh, there you basically see those phrases that we put in. It's not rocket science, um, but what you do want to do, and obviously that's going to be the meat of the presentation, you do want to feed Google with the right conversion data. Okay, so obviously you want to make every dollar count always in business. But this, that was especially true for us because we were a bootstrapped startup. We went through the Berkeley Skydeck Accelerator, so we did have about $100,000 that we could employ. But that's not a lot, right? If, especially if you go into an industry that's already pretty big and you want to, uh, yeah, uh, stack up against competitors like Zirtual or Magic or Belay, who like those virtual assistant companies you got to be smart about it. And that meant my co-founders and I would ter take turns and have shifts on our website chat to be, yeah, basically responsive 24-7 to anyone <laughs> who wanted to speak to us and ultimately purchase. So how that looked was we had three, and we still do, uh, we have three ways for customers to engage with us. First of all, is there a laser pointer here? No, but you can see. Okay, so on the very left, you can set up a demo with the Calendly link. Very easy, very straightforward. You just get on a call with us. In the middle, that's the, a screenshot of our website chat uh, where you can ask any questions you might have. And then on the very right hand, you see our self-sign-up system, which is essentially an e-commerce self-checkout, which, by the way, is first, and I think we're still the only ones in the industry that offers that, right, to check out talent uh, is, is not something you'll see often. So with that last option, conversion event is very straightforward, right? You have a person that puts in their personal information, like their contact information, puts in their credit card info, hits buy or checkout, and then you have the purchase price and you have all the data you need to feed into Google. Perfect. However, only like 5 to 10% of our traffic would do that because not everyone is quite ready to buy at that stage. So we still had about 90% of the traffic do uh, um, one of the other options. With Calendly, conversion events are also relatively simple. They have a off-the-shelf um, way of uh, reporting what's happening, like who, who signed up with, uh, with us for a demo, and that can be reported as well. Uh, in a quite straightforward way. Um, ooh, nice, thank you. 
Get a laser pointer. Uh, how does it point? <coughs> ah, okay, awesome. Um, okay, where was I? Um, yeah, placing conversion events uh, to unlock the magic of algorithms. <laughs> That's what I call it. And uh, yeah, we basically did that with the Google Tag Manager. Okay, so you don't need to read all this, but uh, basically, who's not familiar with the Google Tag Manager? Everyone knows? Wow. All right, okay. Then I'll skip that part. So that's what we use. And um, that is very straightforward with, um, yeah, with our self-checkout and with Calendly. But with uh, our chat system, it's not quite. So you see um, down here uh, we implemented notification on Discord and on Slack uh, with webhooks to basically ping us whenever there is a new lead coming in. So we, that's why I said hyper-responsive. We made sure we're always there and we, we don't waste a single dollar on any lead. Now, we still had about 40% of the traffic coming into the chat. And when I have a conversation with a lead coming in and they say, yeah, I'm super interested in, in your services, I'm actually thinking about buying, then that's a conversion for me. That's a good lead and I want to... Uh, tell that to Google so that they send me more of those leads. But the problem with chat is, and since you're all familiar with Google Tag Manager, uh, who knows what the problem is? If I, as a guy on, on my end, know it's a good lead, why would Google Tag Manager not know? Well, it's Google Tag Manager is loaded on the user's computer. Okay, So if the user does an action like clicking the checkout button, that's perfect because Google Tag Manager picks it up from the user's computer. It's a conversion, it's reported. With chat, there is no button, right? I, the user wouldn't press a button and saying, hey, I'm a good lead. So now we had to come up with a creative way on how to do that. So I'll give you all, let's say, 20 seconds. Um, and you can think about how to bridge that gap and how to make it possible for this that shows up on the user's end as well as the tag manager to actually pick up a conversion. 20 seconds. Second. Sending them to a URL. Sending them to a URL, correct. That is a good, good idea. We might just uh, disrupt the conversation a little bit. Right? So, but I like it. Yep. Yeah, okay, thank you. Any other ideas of how we could do it directly in the conversation? Use the iPhone. Yes, that too. Um, but we often, actually, thank you for that. We often have job seekers <laughs> because we offer, um, we offer talent and people in India and the Philippines, like literally millions and billions of people would come to us uh, and click that button just because they want a job. So clicking that button, we had the same idea, but it didn't quite work because it was diluted because of job seekers. Okay, now, um, the secret is uh, we implemented a, an inconspicuous word, in this case, the word beautiful, and I had my uh, web developer create a script that we implemented as a custom HTML tag. So the script would actually pick up the 
the chat because the chat is displayed on the user's end, right? And so whenever a lead would come in and they say, hey, I'm looking for, um, a, let's say, social media manager, then I would say, oh, that's beautiful. We have that. Let's talk about that. And by me typing that in and showing up on the user's end, the Google Tag Manager would know, oh, that's a good lead, and they would instantly report it. So that's kind of like the little creative trick that I employed to do that. Now, we still have bad traffic, right? Uh, Google is constantly um, trying to get more additional user pockets and giving you more traffic. Maybe there's competitors that send you bots. Uh, and of course, as I said, we have the job seekers that are also they're nice to have, but I don't want them uh, bothering my sales team uh, because it's just a waste of time, right? Every time a job seeker comes in, and that happens like 10 times a minute, <laughs> uh, my sales team doesn't sell anymore. So we needed a way to do that, and uh, we actually implemented the inconspicuous word rats. <laughs> so a job seeker comes in, they say, hey, uh, I want a job, what do I need to do? Then nowadays, my sales team would just say, oh, rats, uh, sorry, this is the wrong way, but here's the link um, to do that. And by doing that, we built up a database of bad traffic. And it's not job seekers. It's basically any time someone would, uh, there's a phone, I think, provider called Wing, right? If, and if ever they, they come into us, we would basically type in the word rats in some way uh, or shape or form to make sure that we feed our own database with what's bad traffic. And by doing that, uh, we were able to basically understand, okay, we need to exclude India. We need to exclude the Philippines uh, from our chat. So actually now when you're in those locations, our chat wouldn't even show up anymore. And we knew, okay, for our Google ads, we need to make sure that we only target North America because otherwise we'll just waste a ton of money on those Google ads. Okay, now that we had this framework in place that really uh, became a growth engine, uh, very reliable because Google would just constantly get better and better at targeting, we could go ahead and expand the keywords. Uh, it wouldn't be just as bottom of the funnel. We would go up a little bit and maybe say, hey, uh, we could also use... Uh, uh, need to hire uh, people. <laughs> That's a bad example. But, uh, and then and basically our ad would show up and Google would try and try and try and would become more granular and more precise by the positive conversions that were reported. We would expand our own services. So where we started with just the general VA, uh, we basically now have a whole portfolio of services that we offer. And the cool thing about it is that every single time, and I mean like for executive assistant, for e-commerce assistant, for content writer, for lead gen, for, all of, for every single one, we could repeat the same cadence. We could, again, grab the bottom of the funnel traffic, be very, very lean, very efficient, and have a very super low cost of acquisition. And yeah, that's basically um, what I just said, right? Um, we were basically here where we figured out, okay, this engine is working. Our reporting through Google Tag Manager is, is a reliable machine. And then we started adding new services, adding new services. Uh, and by the way, also 
because we, by that time, had a very significant customer base, we started upselling our own customers, which is essentially free service, right? Zero CAC. Um, if you just sell a graphics designer and an executive assistant to someone who started with maybe just an admin assistant at the beginning. And, um, yeah, so I guess this is a kind of an overused, <laughs> uh, overused point, but data really is important. Uh, it Depends, though, on how you leverage it. You've got to collect it, you've got to structure it, and you've got to understand it to really make the, make the most of it. And what I want to try, and I'm going to work with the tech team in the back uh, to show you a little video, because I promised to tell you a little bit about how we were beating Google, uh, because we did get a lot of bad traffic. And uh, we only learned about this because we had the... Uh, the inconspicuous word, rats. <laughs> uh, people came to our chat and said, hey, I want to become a graphics designer. And uh, our sales team was like going crazy. Like They said, we only have these leads now, and they're blocking us completely. We're not selling anymore. And they're telling us we, they're coming from TikTok. So, okay, I went into our database. I checked it, and I actually saw, okay, they're from the ByteDance browser which is the TikTok browser. But I also saw in the UTM that they were coming from Google Ads. So it doesn't make any sense because Google does not, they're, they're competitors essentially, right? They, they don't collaborate. And so I had my sales team go deep based on this data insight and told my sales team, okay, you got to ask these guys, those chat users, send them a screen recording of their phone and like have them prove. We'll give them like a $20 Amazon gift card anything, uh, but let's get that proof. And they did, and now I would like to play this video. Can I, do we have like a, can someone click that for me? And you'll see that video that one of the users sent to us. So, um, yeah. That's basically what the user saw. I'm a graphic designer. It brought me to this website and that's where I found the information I needed. This career is so fun, but also super rewarding because you get to do everything on your own. I seriously suggest learning more about this. Swipe left. Okay, swipe left. And now you see our ad popping up. After this, they click graphic design, of course. Now our ad shows, the user doesn't realize that it's our ad, right? So they land on our website. And then they think, oh, I'm going to become a graphics designer. Everything is free. Um, what happens? I mean, you can, thank you. You can pause this. And 2022 now. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Uh, yeah, so what you saw, now we pay for the click, okay? We pay for that click that just happened, even though it was completely irrelevant. Uh, it was uh, basically, it's a malicious activity from some, uh, some actor uh, that wanted to make bank. On, on those ads, and they do. Uh, and uh, lucky that we implemented those keywords, like the, this rats uh, uh, secret word, and built up our own database, because now I went to Google and said, hey guys, like, look what's happening. And I had proof. I could show them with my data what's happening. And it took me nine months, but ultimately, uh, I doesn't show anymore. Help. <laughs> Um, ultimately, we were able to get a $41,000 refund for all this traffic that was basically uh, yeah, thrown at us uh, for no good reason. And yeah, I guess to wrap it up in the past, in the, in the coming 20 seconds, um, make sure that uh, you set up your, your analytics in a way where it's an automatic machine, where your conversions um, 
basically get, get reported instantly. And then if that, once that machine is set up, you can throw in additional products, you can uh, throw in additional uh, budget for existing campaigns and basically make that growth engine work for you. Use the data, uh, understand the data, and that'll basically make your business grow as well. Thank you very much and have a fantastic day.